Thank you, Ginny. Good morning. We're still morning. And he, our Jesus, came down for us and the song says he'll do it back again. All back again. Praise God for that. Um, I read about what Dean said about uh, the Son of God movie. Um, it was on the internet. 500,000 advance tickets were bought two weeks ago in the nation. So I think it's a great movie. What I heard from those who saw it, that's it. it's also a wonderful movie to see. And uh, I encourage everyone to go see it and encourage those producers that made it so they can make more of such movies. There's a revival of Christianity, and I hope, because these are the last days, let me tell you one thing, may, may we all get revived and stand for Jesus Christ and encourage those who stand for him. Uh, my message is a simple message today, a, uh, a verse we all uh, read many times and thought about it many times. It's found in John chapter 14. John chapter 14. As I said before, I avoid any philosophies in preaching. I preach the simple word of God and uh, because I'm simple. And I like it uh, to be understood by each and every one of us. And I'd like to read six verses from chapter 14 of the Gospel of John. Gospel of John and chapter 14. Verse 1. Verse 1, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. We have three, three messages here in these first verses. <laughs> three messages. It's so comforting to read the word of God. And if I go... This Jesus talking, and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And you know, listen to this, and you know the way where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How do we know the way Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. May God bless his word. No one comes to the Father but through me. If I were to give a title to our message today, to what we are going to study together, is how do we know the way? The same question that Thomas asked. Lord, how do we know the way? Hopefully, we can explain it this morning and this afternoon. You know, before the introduction of the GPS and during our summer vacation involving long trips, I often go to AAA and pick up two things, a tour guide and a map. I don't think many of us are doing it nowadays. <laughs> uh, except few people who don't have GPS in their cars. 
Don't you worry, you'll get a GPS one of these days. And you will, AAA will go out of business printing their books. First, we study the map. I always travel with Bill, and Bill is the one who drives. And uh, then we follow a certain route to get to our destination. And every now and then uh, during our travel, we go back to the map for instructions because so many, uh, sometimes we take the wrong way. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. So, according to my limited experience in that, uh, the best way to travel is to have someone who knows the way, and thank God for Bill, or experience in driving which eliminates the chances of getting lost and taking the wrong turn. So, but GPS have saved us a lot. And in our text today, the Lord has been instructing his disciples, excuse me, that he must leave. He's going. He's going to go back to his father's house, to where he belongs. But he reminded them that they knew where he was going. He told them, you know where I'm going. I'm going to heaven. But Thomas interrupted Jesus. Lord, we don't know where you're going. So how can we know the way? This is the question I want to throw. How can we know the way? To, to this, Jesus answered this wonderful verse. I am the way and the truth and the life. I want to bring my message into three sections. I want to address you and tell you because that's my experience. Jesus is the only way. Amen. The second point, if we get to it, Jesus is the only truth. Don't go far. And thirdly, Jesus is the only life that you can have. Simple? Let's go. Christianity, Jesus is the only way. Christianity is a revelation from God. And you know, I believe in the word of God. I do not say one single dot that it doesn't belong to this book. I, two weeks ago, I preached about the word of God. And I believe in the word of God. And this what led me to this message. I believe Christianity is a revelation from God and everything we need to go. Actually, this is a GPS. Don't go far. And if you, if you need to say whatever you want to say, you can say because this is the family of God worshiping together this morning. The word of God is very clear with regards to that. It rules out the possibility that one can come to eternal life by any other means. Many people wish this were not so. You know why? They want God to admit people into heaven in spite of the fact that they have never committed their lives or their hearts or to whatever they're doing to the direction of the Lord Jesus Christ. I wish, and this is why many people reject the word of God. Many people reject the word that I am the only way. 
They want to eliminate confessing of sins. They want to eliminate repentance, assurance of forgiveness, assurance of salvation, living a clean life, and submitting their wills to the Lord. And they say, I wish we don't have to do these things. God is such a loving God. All all you need to do is love God. And I wish, okay, if you love me, the Lord said, let me answer them from the word of God. If you love me, you do my commandments. God commands us to please him. And if it were so, this would mean that if we don't have, I need to confess our sins, if we, if we agree with them, then we don't need churches. We don't need missionaries to go and preach the gospel to remote places in the world. We don't need Christian outreach. We don't need to preach this morning. We don't need programs where we preach the gospel. And man can inherit eternal life by being good and doing good. Isn't that easy Christianity? Just to do good and every now and then give some money to the church and live a, a life that's filled with love. People are now preaching love, love, love everywhere. And I don't see it. Do you see it with me? I don't. They avoid the only way to get saved. They avoid the word of God. They avoid the true meaning of the word of God. And the word of God clearly says there is only one way to get saved. And it wasn't given to us by any person or any uh, even prophet or any preacher. It is in the word of God. And he who spoke it is the author himself, Jesus Christ. He says to each and every one of us, I am the way. Some people believe that all religions are basically the same. They say, yes, we are all traveling different routes. But you know, though we follow different itineraries... Oh, and we go uh, different places. But at the end, all roads lead to Rome. Did you hear that? All roads lead to Rome. At the end, we shall, uh, we shall go see God. So easy, right? And this is what people are living by. And this is what Satan is, has blinded their minds. This is the easy life. They say the easy life. They go live their own life. Commit their own sins. Do whatever they want. Cheat. Make money illegally. Sometimes they defraud people. And at the end, oh, I need to go to church on Sunday. I need to confess my sins. And I need to leave, leave $50 there for, in the till. And that's it. And start another week. This is not the way God planned it. This is not his way. And they tell you there are many similarities in many religions. They all pray to their gods. And the end result will lead them to their destination. And you know what? Those who know Jesus Christ as their Savior... Those who have accepted him as the only way in their lives, they will will 
reach a destination called heaven. And those who are living according to their own religion and following their own way, one day they will stand at the gates of hell and say, how did I get here? I want to be very kind and let me clear what I'm saying. In Matthew 7.20, the Lord speaks. He says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Do you believe that? Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, I have my own religion. Let me tell you one thing. I was once preaching, long time ago, and I finished and I went to say hello to a man I knew very well. And I extended my hand to shake his hand. He shook my hand very coldly. And he said, Edo, I want to tell you something. Don't talk to me about anything else. I was born a Catholic. I will die a Catholic. I said, you're free to do whatever you want. But you need to take Jesus Christ as Savior. And he left me. You talk to people, I'm a Baptist. Being a Baptist is not the way. I'm a Presbyterian. Being a Presbyterian is not the way. I'm a non-denominational like ours. Okay. Being there is not the way. Being there and following the Lord's way is the way. Period. I belong to the Church of England. Church of England is not going to save you. When Paul preached all over the place and he reached a place in Philippi. And the Philippian jailer came to him. We preached about that about three, four months ago. What did the jailer tell him? What shall I do to be saved? Help me here. What did Paul say? You have to become a Baptist. Huh, Adam? You've got, you've got to be a member of the Church of England. Now, Paul told him, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. I am going to give you the way. This is why Jesus said it himself. Before I leave, I want to tell you, go preach and tell the word, I am the only way. Regardless of what you think, regardless where you belong, regardless say we come from the church since uh, our church has been there since 2000 years. It's not going to help you being a member of the church. A member of the, our church without being saved is not going to help you when the Lord decides to come and to take his people. When the rapture is going to come. And we shall all be raptured. You don't know when. This is why Jesus says, please go and teach and preach and tell them that I am the way. And Jesus Christ himself today is begging you through these words, through these words, that he is the only way. If you have any other way, take it off and throw it away. I don't want you to become a member of this church just to become a member. I ask you, in the wounds of the Lord Jesus Christ, that follow Jesus Christ 
and you will become a member of his family. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. And what is the will of the Father? Because he says, this is the will of the Father in heaven. And what is the will of the Father? As I said, I'm not going to answer it. I want to let the Lord answer it, the Word answer The will of the Father is found in Timothy 2.4. In the Word of God. God desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's the answer. God, we said it many times, you've heard it many times. God's plan for you. This is why Jesus came and died on the cross. So no one, no one should go to hell. And I hope my audience today, no one, if the Lord comes today or if we have to face death, and that's a true fact, no one, no one will go to hell. No one. God's heart's desire is everybody to go to heaven. And he's prepared a place. And this is why I go to prepare a place. Where did you go? Where are you going? Where are you going? I'm going to heaven. I'm going to prepare for you, a place for you. Like there, this is planet Earth, there's planet heaven. And you know what? I don't know how it looks like. One thing I tell you from the word of God. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. And Paul had a visit one day. <coughs> and he, sa- he said, when I saw that, I don't know. Where I don't know, I'm, I was. I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you how it's paradise. God has prepared this for you. If you accept him as savior. The safest way to do it, while you are in your seat, if there is someone here who do not know where he's going. I one day asked the priest, you know where you're going? I was young and I was not good, okay? I, I, I had a problem with priests, you know, I always said that. <clears throat> I, I said, do you know where you're going, priest? He had his cane with him, you know. Uh, I said, son, no one knows where we're going. I said, you're, you're a man of God, don't you know? I know. You don't say it's blasphemy. You don't know where you're going. I said, I know I'm going to heaven. Do you know where you're going? Do you know where you're going? Seriously? Have you made peace with God? Are you in his way? Are you following his way? Or, thank God I'm a member of this church or a member of this denomination. You know one thing? When I go to heaven, I, my past is not going to be because I belong to a denomination. Do you think there are denominations in heaven? There are places... The first six miles is our denomination. I tell you one thing. 
the first mile you find there, and if you find a broccoli patch and a Brussels Brussels uh, 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 patch, say Adel lives here. And a little bit, about three, four miles down, and you see many cows there, and you know that Bill Murray lives there. <laughs> there are no denominations. This is not for the Baptists. This is not for the Pentecostals. This is not for such a religion. This is not for the Catholics. This is not there. It's only for those who follow the Lord's way. Who has taken him as their son and savior. The way. The way he is. Salvation is in him. The way is him. The way to God is not by the Ten Commandments. The way to God is not by the golden rule. By ordinances. And church membership. It is through Christ and Christ alone. I am the way. I hope I explained it briefly. He is the way. He is your GPS for a wonderful life. Well, this is my question. Would you accept his way? Would you follow him? Then he said something else. He said, I am the truth. Jesus is the only truth. Uh, Mark Twain said, when in doubt, tell the truth. To fool the world, tell the truth. Because this world is based on not truth. Truth is the most valuable commodity today in the world. Can you find it? When Jesus stood before the one who was judging him, by Pontius Pilate, I believe. You know, after talking to Jesus, you know what he asked him? What's the truth? What is the truth? And today in our world, what is the truth? Even Big personalities in the world, presidents and monarchs, and so when they talk, we say, well, hey, I don't think they're saying the truth. So few people today are telling us the truth. We live in a time when this whole planet desperately, desperately needs a true standard. Science, mathematics, music, and other disciplines offer true standards. And we study, we go to college, and we live by them for our day-to-day work. But they are not helpful to us in establishing moral and spiritual behavior. We need a standard outside ourselves, outside mathematics, above this world. That is true for our spiritual lives and well-being. Man is hungry for the truth. He's been hungry since the beginning of this world for the truth. And has been in search of for it since the beginning of this world. 
Some time ago, the dean of American college discovered that a woman, for the last four years, had elected the same course in algebra, even though she had passed it the first time. So she keeps coming every year and takes the test. The dean called her in and says, hey, what's going on? You have passed three, four years ago. What's going on? The woman said she was so tired of arguing with her neighbors about everything in the world that she wanted to study something she couldn't argue about. She said mathematical computations certainly do not change. Two times two will eternally be four. And I decided to stick to mathematics. And that truth, she said, I am clinging to it because I don't find it in people. Well, I give you something better. Charles Lindbergh. Who studied or heard about Charles Lindbergh? Thank God. Thank God for Charles Lindbergh. You know, I never planned on that. In 1958, I was a young man working for Pan American. And um, Pan American decided to extend their Boeing 707 when they have uh, bought a fleet of them. And they brought the board of directors on a round-the-world tour, and one of their stops was Beirut. And they stayed at the Phoenicia Hotel, so I was assigned to take care of them with some other people working for the company. I arrived around 10 o'clock, and uh, in the lobby, I stood before one trip who, was, who used to be the CEO of Pan American. And besides him, a, a man, tall, who is a Rockefeller. I don't know his first name, a Rockefeller. But the third man was fair, tall, as tall as Rockefeller, and he was Charles Lindbergh. I never talked to him. I looked at him. I said, this is the guy who crossed the Atlantic solo. Oh, fearful. This guy is in flesh and blood. And I never knew that he is a Christian person. And here's what he wrote. I saw him. I, I didn't even shake hands with him. He said, in my youth, science was more important to me than either man or God. I worshipped science. Its advance had surpassed man's wildest dreams. It took many years for me to discover that science, with all its brilliance, lights only a middle chapter of creation. I saw the aircraft. He, he flew solo over the Atlantic, the first person. I saw the aircraft. I love destroying civilizations that I was expected to save. He's talking about creating fighter planes and so on and so forth. Now I understand that spiritual truth is more essential to a nation than the mortar in its city's walls. When spiritual truths are rejected, it is only a matter of time before civilization will collapse. Does that speak to us today? 
We must understand, he goes on to say, spiritual truths and apply them to our modern life. We must draw strength from the almost forgotten virtues of simplicity, humility, contemplation, and prayer. It requires a dedication beyond science, beyond self, but the rewards are great and it is our only hope. Where do we find truth? In the Word of God. I am the truth. That's a man who is respected, was respected all over the world. Life for many, many people is a poor existence at its best. So many are only existing. They go to work, they have a job, they hate, they love, they're living in a marriage or family they find hard to tolerate. They are seeking material possessions. They cannot afford what they want. And still they want it. Life has no meaning to many people nowadays. No purpose. No joy. No assurance. And no satisfaction. And you ask many people. It says life is so monotonous. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, same. Weekend, same. And they continue. Because they have no joy in their life. We live in a country with one of the highest standard of living in the world. you agree with that? We have health care. We have freedom. We have possessions. And a world of entertainment. All possibilities. We can go anywhere we want. Yet, take, take, talk to people. People are not happy. There's no happiness. They sink themselves in drugs, in alcohol, in sex, adventures, technology, and corporate advancement. And still, those things do not satisfy them. They look for the truth everywhere. All they get are lies. And there's one voice that said it. I am the truth. And their eyes are blinded to the truth of their existence. It is one thing to exist, let me tell you this, but quite another to know how to live. To know the true purpose of life, to know the way to heaven. There's a truth. It says in the Bible in John, the same writer in John chapter 1, you know what it says? I'll read it to you. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. And in chapter, in verse 14 it says, And the Word became flesh, and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld His glory, God Himself, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Truth came down from heaven to us. I am the truth. It's not inherited. It's not something a priest can give you. The rulers of that day, the Pharisees, 
all of them, all the people who, who followed him even, they thought, okay, we have the truth because we are descendants of Abraham. We are Jews. Now, we are going to be in God's kingdom. No. We have life. But the true thing, they missed what is really good for them, the truth. Jesus said, I am the truth and the only truth. And the truth is in the word of God. Come unto me and I will give you rest. When someone came to him, Nicodemus, to talk to Jesus and to divert him, to divert him and many questions, says, stop, don't ask me any questions. The truth in the word of God. And the truth says that you must be born again. Are you looking for the truth? And the truth, I give you the truth today. If you don't have this life, if you find life monotonous, if you are really disappointed, if you are depressed from this world, look for the truth and you will find the truth in the word of God. And you find God, you find the truth himself. You take God, Jesus, as your safer, you have found everything. And your life is settling. So many people are unsettled today. So many, many people are living, ah, well, you're okay. Friday's coming. I'm living for Friday. I've seen it. I've worked with people who live for Friday every Friday. And then the disappointments of Friday shows on Monday morning. And the disappointments continue. Because they're looking for something they couldn't get because they're looking for it outside the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't look. Don't look. Well, I'm going to go to college and get amen to that. I tell you, go to college and get, uh, get, get what you want from college. And graduate. Get that degree. And live. But live for Jesus Christ. Go to college. Go and get the job you want to go. go to get. get it. Enjoy it. Succeed. But you cannot succeed without the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the truth. I'm telling you the truth. He spoke the truth. And he gave us the truth. This is why he says, I am, I am the truth. Time is running. The last word. I am the only life. You think you're living? You think are you living today? If you don't know Jesus Christ, it's good. You are here. Thank God. We welcome you and love you. But you know what you need. You need life. And the true life is in Jesus Christ. You know what he said. This is why I, I always, I am, I look at the Bible and I rejoice. He said, I have come to give them life. I am the way. You cannot reach your destination without taking this way. I am the truth. You have to listen and he's the only truth. And I am the true life. I will give you life you've never experienced before. Tell us, tell us, Lord, what do you give?
He said, this is, this is what I will offer. I will offer salvation. I will offer you happiness. I will offer you peace of mind. I will offer you all the joys you need to have and you did not find in this world. The joys of being peaceful. And the peace, the Bible says, about the peace that passes all understanding. It goes beyond what you think peace is. In the midst of wars, in the midst of this bad news that we hear, the Christian who has Jesus in his life sits down peacefully and he says, I know where all these things are happening because this is leading me to go home to my mansion and be with him. I came to give them life. It's the only way you can get satisfied. It's the only way that will last for a lifetime. It's the only way that you will have forever joy in life. Life doesn't end six feet under. This is the body. Your life is eternal. And where would you like to spend it? If you take Jesus Christ to be your way and your life, you will live forever. And if you reject him, you're going to be living forever. But somewhere, I hate to say, where gnashing of teeth, it says, being burned forever and ever and ever. The life I give you is a life of joy. The joy unspeakable. And would you let him come to your life today? Jesus says, I'm the way to your God, to the Father. Just don't try anything else. Come by me. And you say, well, there must be another way, Adol. Show me. Take your Bible and show me if there's another way. He is the only way. And I tell you this, there is none other. Would you come to him today? Would you let him in? Would you accept him as Savior? Who says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. If you are looking for a life, take Jesus as Savior. Let's bow our heads for prayers. If God spoke to you today, not me. If the word spoke to you, and you know. This is his word. I say, yes, I want, I want, I want this life. I want this way. Religion, religion didn't get me anywhere. I want to follow. Say this prayer. Lord Jesus, 
I take you as the only way. Save me. Change my life. Simple prayer. And if you prayed it, come and talk to me after that. Says Adol, I want to take the truth. I'm done with lies. I want life. Please, don't leave this place before you pray this prayer. Lord, you are the way and I follow you. Take me, change me, relieve me from all our guilt, all our worries, all my worries, all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus and change my heart. And he will. And as I pray, pray this prayer in your, in your heart. And I'll be here sitting in the front seat. Come and talk to me. Come and talk to me, please. Father, may your word keep working in our hearts. We know through Jesus Christ we have salvation. We have the truth. We have true life. And he is our way to heaven. May each and every one here leave this place assured that he or she is a child of God, washed by his blood. Dismiss us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen.